The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are going in SmackDown Live. Huh. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke Watch and Going In The Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here, youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Hit that subscribe button, hit that notify bell, and hit all to make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications, for yeah, example. That's right. We've got a brand new 10 for the win going up tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. And if you want to know as soon as it goes live, Hit that notify bell. That's the only way you know exactly when it goes live. Select all. All notifications. That's a lot of fun. We're also on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have a variety of reward tiers over there. We've been light on the bonus episodes this week simply because it's been a holiday week and uh, sometimes we got to take some time off. Yeah. Uh, but uh, next week, starting the new year, uh, we're going to be back into the swing of things. You got that right. Like starting the second, basically, we're going to be back yeah, right second. into the swing of things. we got to uh, relax on the first, try to get our bearings back and then kick off fresh on the second you got that right um, but are we gonna do monday night raw recap yeah we'll do raw we're gonna do that yeah, right? we'll do that yeah. okay we're gonna do that um and then we still have stuff planned like we still have stuff uh going up all week long yeah yeah there's a vi- there'll be a video every day we've got coming up our uh predictions for 2020 uh friendo award nominations friendo too. award nominations that's correct um, yeah. along with the raw recap and then coming up next weekend fourth and fifth i guess third and fourth for us kind of uh yeah. we'll be streaming our live reactions to both nights of Wrestle Kingdom, Ooh. doing recaps afterwards. Yeah. Going to be a long weekend, but hopefully a fun one. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Wrestle Kingdom. Um, got some new patrons over the past week or so, so I want to give them some shout-outs. Uh, let's see here. John Renfield, John Eric Generic, Gabriel Lopez, and Jonah Gold. Thank you Thank all. you very much for your support. We do appreciate it here at Going In Raw. And also, we've been instructed by a good friend of Tim Spulak to yeah. say hello to Rachel. Yes. He met a friend of today. He was not BSing you, Rachel. He's a real person who knows us. Yes. And from what I understand, he tried to call me maybe to prove his credentials. His bona fides. Uh, I, I didn't mean to make him look bad in front of a friendo by not answering, but... I was in bed. You're sleeping. Sleeping. And he woke me up. And it's not a side of me that you probably want to see, to be honest with you. You know, you, you listen to me, you listen to me and Larson. And then all of a sudden, Tim dials me up, puts me on video FaceTime. And he says, Hey, what are you watching? Bedhead. Disgusting. Yeah. Horrifying. And you had some drool, like crust in the corner of your mouth. Blood, oddly, you know, coming out of. Like streak through your hair. Where did this <laughs> come from? Who knows? A human heart. Way too many questions. In your hand. Yeah. Again, this isn't mine. Somehow you can smell the booze through the phone, which I don't even think is technology that exists yet, but it's so powerful. Yeah. Smell O cell. Yeah, it's horrifying. It's disgusting. Anyway, it's a smell phone. <laughs> it's a smell phone. There, it's a smell, smell phone. It's a smell phone. Where's my smell phone? Oh gosh. Uh, before that, we, that joke was about as good as SmackDown was. Though. Yeah. Before we kick off this SmackDown, which yep, I'm boozing up again during this episode of uh, going in raw. You know what, man? There's a lot to like in wrestling. AEW, NXT, they're fantastic. Raw Wrestle, from, King, Wrestle Kingdom's next weekend. Raw from time to time is pretty decent. For some reason, what SmackDown. What the hell? You put Bruce Pritchard in charge, and it's just here's the thing. It's not like even enter. It's boring. It's just boring. It's yeah, I boring. Know. I and know. It's the worst. It's the worst kind of wrestling. Is boring wrestling. It's un- uninspired wrestling. Is the worst. Look, if you're going to go out there and try to put on something that is risk taking or you're going to new, you're going to fall on your face a few times. That's understandable. I enjoy watching wrestling when they're falling on their faces. 
metaphorically speaking, because they, they, they always they, they do that during the, that's every match every week. Pr- that's like time. predetermined. We know that. There, I mean, it's, there's always one spot where someone falls in their face. Creatively speaking, yeah. though, you know, I'd rather see that than just hey, how many times can we start and stop the same exact match? Only just to come around to what actually ended up being a decent match between yeah. Miz and Daniel Bryan. Why didn't they just roll with the really good match for like 35 minutes? Yeah, the the two lame swerves they had in there uh, with this triple threat match uh, was terrible, dude. And completely unnecessary. And every Wasted single time. week lately, what have you been saying? Why is there so much Baron Corbin? So much goddamn. Like there's, I feel like a broken goddamn record, man. Here's the thing. So we got a budding angle between Otis and Mandy, and it's 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 relatively entertaining. Yeah. And then at one point, Dolph enters the picture, talks to Mandy, starts flirting with her, uh, and then Baron has to butt in on that angle Dolph, too. Dolph, I gotta talk. I gotta to talk you. to you. It's like, geez, talking way too much. Is every every storyline gonna be stained? Because Baron Corbin's involved with it in the near future. Yeah. Are they trying to actively drive viewers away? Maybe. 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 I mean, hey, maybe the thing is they're trying to drive viewers to go so low that they'll it'll be like even more of a reason to open up the the wallet for CM Punk. That's all I can think. Maybe that's the deal. Punk. You, you, otherwise, he's like, well, what do you need You're me just for? Giving him more leverage, man. What do you need me for? Yeah, but it's a reverse psychology. I don't think that's gonna work on him. I don't think that works. Anyways, uh, it kicked off with that. That that main event was a banger match, though. Yeah, it was. And I actually thought Carmella versus Dana. Uh, no, sorry, bad. not Dana Brooke. Uh, uh, Mandy Rose. Actually yeah, it was. A sh- it was short, but yeah, it was. It was. It was it quality. Was too Even the six man tag match was fun. Um, but it just it was a house show match. It kind of was, but then like for, I like house show matches. I do too. It, don't it's that you didn't mean it's that? Not as an a insult. knock. It wasn't a knock. It's it was not an a insult. knock. From from a creative uh, storytelling perspective, though, it was just boring. Yeah, I know. It was just. Boring. Yeah. They're not doing anything interesting, really. Okay, so we did get a new number one contender for The Fiend in the championship. Daniel Bryan, yeah. Daniel Bryan, after all that, came through with the win against The Miz in a main event that ended up being a fairly creative one. Yeah, it was fun. A decent match. It was just all the shenanigans around it were so unnecessary. You got the biggest, the dude who should be the biggest star on the wrestling planet, Roman Reigns, and he's just sort of serving as a plot twist guy, you know? It's like, I know it's to further the feud between him and Baron. I'm telling you, I would have much preferred, I want to see how Baron would react to having to fight the Fiend. I think that'd be interesting. Like, he'd try to do the arrogant thing, but then, like, you know, the Fiend would pull him under yeah, the Yeah, Bray, you try to play mind games with me. I mind games. Joke's you. on you. You can't play games on my field. Yeah, yeah, he'd say something like that. Uh, you know, but I'm not going to say no to another Daniel Bryan. What did you make of the... So, Daniel Bryan ended up winning that main event. Yeah. And then the Fiend, the Firefly Funhouse Bray, shows up on the big screen. And he says... Uh, Fiend's not done with you. He's not done with you yet. Are you willing to do what it takes? Are you willing to let him in? Is there a specific thing that he's talking about there? There may be, but in a more general sense, those who have previously feuded with the Fiend uh, have all... They have to let go of their morals. They've all allowed the darkness to enter them. Yeah, right. And have come out of it at some point, heels essentially. So I guess what what, what Firefly Bray is talking about is, are you willing to go to the darkest corners of your being to try to defeat the fiend mm-hmm. and if in doing so what are you sacrificing by doing yeah that? and of yeah. course we just saw daniel bryan come back around kind of to yes 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 daniel bryan even though it seems like that's that's a, a kind of a, a band-aid uh to a degree because he's he's not in any other capacity save for his titantron yes 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 daniel bryan you know he 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 he's Shaved all his hair off. He looks like American Dragon Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. or Brian Danielson. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if at the end of this we're going to see him revert back to his earlier days, maybe. So here, this is what I kind of like. Know. They, this is the first time. So with Seth and Finn, I, I think that it was coincidental that they turned them heel after their programs of The Fiend. However, to their credit, they were able to use those two instances and say, hey, when you fight the fiend, you something bad happens. You change. Uh, you maybe revert. They haven't really used. They haven't really talked about reverting. Finn has and Seth has, but they're, that they're in their own separate thing. Yeah. Um. The, the the idea is you change, 
if the and then they pick that up and run with this. It'd be kind of interesting if they did a face turn for Brian in order to punctuate a further heel turn that's different from his anti-capitalism guy. Um, a darker Daniel Bryan, maybe like the American Dragon, but something darker than that even. Um, it would be really cool if that was the idea here. If they knew that, hey, now we're going to have Daniel Bryan take on The Fiend uh, for a second time. He came back after having a traumatic incident with The Fiend, but that ain't even the half of it. Mm-hmm. And then after the Rumble, because they're going to fight at the Rumble now, yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, after the Rumble, we're going to see an even... I, I think it'd be cool if it was like a temporary face turn. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of... What only I, to drive him further. What I mean is is I feel like the, the yes stuff is, 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 is completely superficial. Yeah. Like I said, it's a Band-Aid. It's something they're putting on... Uh, for Dana Bryan, for him, maybe it's a Band-Aid for him to... to, to well, to see, know who he is at this, to think he knows who he is at this particular time, because maybe in a certain degree he's lost. It's also an easy way to tell the crowd, hey, he's a good guy. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, there's no mistake about it. He's doing the yes movement thing. So, you know, that's where we're at. I just think it'd be really interesting because, you know, you know, they don't they don't take those kind of, because that, that is kind of a risky thing. It's like, hey, you, you, you turn the guy back face. People love doing the yes stuff. They love Daniel Bryan. And then let's use this to drive him even further down. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that's the case. Um, I'm pessimistic that they would actually do something that's relatively interesting like that. But you never know. They you seem to know. be given Brian. Dan- They've always given Brian Daniel Bryan a decent amount of creative leeway. Yeah, they have. So hopefully that continues. All right, let's get into the show. And honestly, off. like, hold on, back up a second. Like, in terms of heels, I mean, you got the fiend, but he's sort of this weird. He does, yeah, he exists kind of above. The he kind of does. And then other, like, I'm just trying to weigh heels versus faces on SmackDown. I mean, you got Baron. Yeah, Baron, and then like everybody else is like, it's just Baron, and then like Dolph, but Dolph is like his henchman. Yeah, I mean, you so got like, Nakamura, Sami Zayn. Yeah, Nakamura. Yeah, no, that's that's the, their heels. Yeah, I'm not sure how, how Sheamus is going to fit into the whole picture. Yeah, I'm not sure about that either. That's kind of it. Yeah, so I don't know. I'd much rather see Daniel Bryan as like a super heel guy. I think it'd be. Great. I, I mean, Daniel Bryan, whatever he's he's into, invested in, he'll make it good. Yeah, sure. Um, and if as long as it's a good idea. I'm cool with it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, let's break it down, man. Yeah. Show. Elias kicked things off with the song, kind of reviewed a little bit of 2019 a bit, looked at 2020 uh, and said, hey, on SmackDown, at least no, there's no Lashley and Lana wedding. I'm looking forward to that one, man. That's going to be good. Something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. All the YouTube views. Yeah, we'll Even Rusev's. I know. No way, Jose segment. I know. Got like over a million I know. views. I That's know. amazing. I know. People love it. Uh, and then right after that, uh, the video package opened the show. Supposed to get Daniel Bryan versus King Corbin versus The Miz. Then, uh, and of course, they have to open the damn show with Corbin on his sedan, with his security, with his crown and cape and all that other garbage, talking and talking and talking and talking and talking and talking. Hey. You guys aren't very good fathers. Yeah, I know. It's just all. He's just talking and talking and talking. And just bad writing. Last week. Just bad writing. Okay, so hold on a second. What? I know, like, this never matters. And I get that. But I always like asking this question. Like, if you're going into SmackDown, what was the planned main event? If this was the, sh- the match that was kicking off the show, mm. what, what, like, kayfabe had they planned for the main event? Um, I mean, if you go back and look at it, uh, Lacey Evans and uh, Dana Brooke. I guess that would be the New Day and Braun versus Cesaro Nakamura and Sami Zayn. There you go. They had to switch things around real yeah. quick. Okay. That's a good, oh, a good answer. Good answer. All right. All right. So Baron just keeps talking. When he talks that long, I just tune him out. Yeah, me too. Because it's, doesn't it, matter. It doesn't matter. It's, doesn't it's, matter. It's, it's just, yeah. And so uh, Roman's music hits. So Baron stops talking. He turns around. And he's telling the security guys, hey, put me down, put me down, put me down. Only one side of his security detail hears him. So they lower the sedan. The others don't. So he falls off the sedan. Yeah. Some screwball comedy in there to lighten things up. So he gets up. He turns around. Roman's right there behind him. Yeah, sucker punches him. Sucker punches is always great. He starts brawling with Baron around the ringside area. uh, Hits the Superman punch off the ring steps. Goes for a spear. And then Baron jumps to the barricade. He's out of there. He's done. We go backstage. Baron's compla- complaining to Adam Pierce about the Roman attack, saying, I'm not going to wrestle. I'm not going to fight. Uh, he makes this place unsafe, mm-hmm. him being Roman. Yeah. After that, we had six-man tag action, the New Day, plus Braun Strowman 
versus Cesaro, Nakamura, and evidently the returning Sami Zayn, although he did not get any action. Not a whole lot of in-ring action, no. He was involved in uh, some distractions and some stuff uh, ringside, but no real in-ring action. So it feels like he's, he's cleared to the level that he can be ringside, but like he's not pregnancy cleared. No. Pregnancy, you're not even allowed to be a ringside. Yeah, I believe that's the case. Yeah, because you can actually get hit by something. Yeah. Um, no, he didn't take any bumps. I don't believe he didn't. No, because even at the end, he comes off the apron and Braun chases him, and he swings over to Nakamura, and, he, and Nakamura hits the Kinshasa off yeah. the steps. Um, but Zayn had gotten out of the way. Yeah, yeah. You know? So I mean, I you know he had those two shoulder surgeries, and I guess wonder if the concern with because I guess my understanding was the shoulder issues weren't. It's more of a chronic thing. Mm. Hmm. So I don't know. Maybe it's something involved precluding him from taking bumps. Maybe it's a separate matter entirely. I don't know. Anyways, early on, uh, Kofi is the one uh, isolated by the heels. We come back from commercial. Uh, Kofi hits a dropkick on Cesaro. Tries to get the tag. Nakamura gets tagged in. He intercepts. So there's no hot tag. Uh, shortly thereafter, Nakamura has Kofi in an abdominal stretch. He looks over at Big E and starts spanking Kofi on the hip. Doing the, the, the New Day, Day Rocks thing. Yeah. thing. Um, he goes over and hits Big E, and that allows Kofi a moment to hit an SOS on Nakamura. Um, but then uh, Braun and Big E are taken out, so they're dropped ringside. Kofi is isolated yet again. Um, Sh- uh, Shinsuke hits his sliding German on Kofi, uh, goes for a pin. Big E breaks it up. Uh, Braun eventually does get the hot tag. He clears the ring. He's like, hey, there's no one in the ring. They're all ringside. Shoulder tackle time. Um, so he hits a couple. He sees Sammy, chases after him. Sammy uh, runs around the ring until uh, he re- reaches the ring steps. There, Nakamura jumps off ring steps, hits Braun with a knee. We go back in the ring. Nakamura's going for a Kinshasa. Instead, Braun hits him with the lariat. Goes for a power slam. Cesaro pulls Nakamura out of that predicament. Um, there's a bunch of chaos happening. Amongst that, Nakamura grabs the the New Day's pancake platter, <laughs> uh, is about to hit Braun with it. Pof- Kofi comes up from behind him, grabs it, hits Nakamura with it, yeah. which allows Braun to hit a power slam on Nakamura for the win. But that's not it. After that, the New Day uh, start cutting a promo because Braun is leaving. They're like, hold on, big fella. Hold on. You're the monster among men, but you got some hips on you. The people want to see you move your hips. Yeah. And so Braun thinks about it, backs up big, because they're all pressuring him, pure pressure. I mean, like they're literally grabbing by his hips. And oh, yeah, they start touching his hips and trying to get them to move. Mm. So he backs both of them into, into different corners, and then he gets in the middle, thinks about it, thinks about it, turns to the guy who evidently has controlled the soundboard, and he nods his head. The music, New Day's music kicks back in, and he does the worst dancing I've seen since Elaine, since Elaine Bennis. I know, it's bad. This was hilariously bad. It was very much a house show moment. I was all about it. I like it. I want to see Braun have the Intercontinental Championship. Man, you can push this guy. Here's the thing. I know he's supposed to be this big monster guy, but we're past that, okay? We've seen too many, too many facets of Braun Strowman for him to go back to being a monster that just destroys everything mindlessly. So you get stuff like this where he dances and he looks like an idiot. But that's the Braun Strowman that I'm, I'm cool with and I'd like to see him get back into that, like actually competing for titles. I want to see that IC title on him. I want to see him competing for titles but also destroying stuff. I want to see him destroy stuff, but, you know, I'm, I'm fine having him be a three-dimensional character. Yeah. I think for Braun, two, two dimensions is sufficient. Well, it's better than one dimension. Sometimes one dim- it's easy to be one-dimensional. It's all you need. All right. Anyways. Uh, after you that. You said that? Yeah, that was uh, the giant. Yes, <laughs> that was the big show. And no, he it was, was a giant. Uh, he was a giant. It was the giant yes. at the time. Yeah, it's easy to be one dimensional, and that's all that you need. Who who was it that accused him of being one dimensional? Probably Nash. Probably because him boy, they had a great rivalry. Yeah, remember when Nash tried to freaking jackknife the big show and or dropped a giant and dropped him on his head? But then later on, he actually did successfully. I know it was very impressive. Yeah, I know. I know. Then when I used to play uh, flag football before I started playing again here when I was an old man, more recently. Uh, I'd watch that power bomb to get me hyped up. Yeah, because like, wow, that's impressive. It's Nash. Very impressive. I know power bombing. Wonder why his knees are shot. And I apparently, know. people are giving Nash static right now because he uh, he can't go on the Jericho cruise, even though he had been advertised and he had agreed to it. He got a juicy movie role mm-hmm. uh, with uh, crap. There are people in it that are like, I think Paul. I think maybe it's like an Alec Baldwin movie or something like wow. that. 
like legit people. And he's like, man, I got this great opportunity to be in a movie and people are giving me static. Kevin, don't listen to Twitter, man. No. Don't listen to that. No. We, you know, people, people just, they want to see you. They like you, but you do what's best for you and we'll be there for you. Yeah. I want Kevin Nash to know that. Yeah. I mean, the, getting a, a good movie role is going to do better, more for Kevin Nash long term. Yeah, right. Then three days or a week, whatever it is, on the uh, Jericho's Rock and Rager. He does a lot C. of conventions. He does like all the. He's all, he's at all the star cast. I know. He probably does WrestleCon too. Yeah. Kevin Nash makes himself very available to he wrestling does. fans. He does. He's terrific. Uh, so at, yeah, you get at the end of the day, Kevin Nash, you got to do his best for yeah, man, for uh, Big Daddy Cool. Let's go and do those freaking movies, man. Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah. Uh, next. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app. Or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, Sonia DeVille's backstage signing some programs. Up walks Mandy Rose. Uh, she's like, hey, how can we have my back last week? And Sonia's like, well, have mine, essentially. Yeah. And if you want, and then Manny's like, okay, I want you to come down to my ring, my match ringside. And Sonia's like, okay, let me finish signing these programs. There's like five of them. Yeah. And so she picks them up and leaves. <laughs> she leaves. She leaves. And then Otis walks in. Hi, Mandy. Says, Mandy. He I, says, here. My uh, mom made you fruitcake. My mom made you fruitcake. I'd like to give this to you. So he apologizes. There's fruit in it. Apologizes for uh, sweating all over her last week. Yeah. Because that's one thing. Oh, that's why Mandy said she didn't show up for Sonya's match last week because she was covering Otis the sweat and the new dress. It was embarrassing. Yeah. Um, but then here she tells Otis she was cool with it. She says, sweat happens, sweat Otis. Sweat happens. But I got to leave because I got a match right now. And then and she like, and it's all awkward and silent. And she's like, okay, bye. And then he's like, he reaches out for her. Yeah, he's all tongue-tied. It was, I, I loved it. It's great. It was a good performance awesome. by, on Otis's part. Otis is awesome. Uh, next, um, we have Carmella versus Mandy Rose. Carmella got a bit of a picture-in-picture picture promo, although it went full screen eventually. And she said, "She says, Mandy, you've made a mistake, but I don't recall what the mistake referred to. Oh, I didn't listen to any of this promo. Yeah, I can't remember. Maybe, I know they had a match, I think, recently, maybe not. Anyway, <laughs> per this one, of course. Uh, this was a fun match, though. Uh, Mandy Rose has one of the, the, the better jumping knees in all of wrestling at this point. You got Kenny, you got Buddy Murphy, and then you got to put Mandy Rose in the conversation after them. I'm, I agree completely. We got one of the best super kicks with Carmella versus yeah. one of the best V-triggers with Mandy Rose. You got that right. Why didn't this match go 15 long? Hell, give him 30. Give him 30 minutes. You could cut everything long. else off this episode except probably the Daniel Bryan Miz main event, just the two of them. Yeah, but I wanted to see I wanted to see Braun swivel them hips. Oh, that was good. They go to a house show. 
Man, I don't want to leave my couch. Get out of here with that. Go to a house show. Where are they? They're in like they were in here. Cincinnati the other day. Yeah, we could have ran to a, a good friend O'Shawn Rossap. Hey, YouTube, give him his damn YouTube yeah, back. Yeah, give him his YouTube back. Gee whiz. This is 2020. What do we got to tell you to give it's him his YouTube back? not quite 2020, but yes. Yeah, it's pretty darn close. It is in close. Australia by now it is. It's not true. It's just tomorrow. Carmella won with a super kick. Yeah, it was a fun match, though. It was a fun match. And we're still unsure. We believe Carmella said uh, F word. Oh, man. She said fuck you. Well, I was trying to not say the word because we, we ain't got be, no sponsors in this episode, man. We could be monetized, man. potentially, maybe. Light profanity. Keeps ads. It allows us to use one F. I think it said we can use one fuck. Right. Well, you used to use two, damn it. Ah, fuck it. Three, demonetize. Anyways, Carmella wins super kick. What does this mean for Mandy? Who knows? Uh, another shameless promo. Didn't pay attention to this. No, we did. Remember this time? No, we were singing in the year 2000. Because <laughs> he's got the flashlight under his stupid face. Yeah, he's yapping about opportunity. Busting down doors. And busting down doors. So now it's not about... Is he going to broke kick doors? It's not the soul of SmackDown. In the year 2000. <laughs> you know, I'm going to broke kick a door. In the year 2000. Yeah. So can we just fast forward? I, I picked him up in our fantasy draft. Can I please... Can he please just have some jobber matches already? Come on now. Anyways, again... Daniel Bryan versus The Miz because Baron Corbin took himself out of the match. And I, 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 I'm going to pat myself in the back here because early on I was like, this match isn't going to happen. Yeah, I know. I know. Good so, job. Uh, Good Bryan, early prediction right yeah, there. Yeah, I know. Dan, hopefully the rest of my predictions. It's up on uh, January 1st, by the way. Hopefully they come just as true as this one. Daniel Bryan and Miz hit double fun splashes into each other. Uh, and then Baron Security, hey, go Ooh. attack them. Ooh. Come running out, resulting in a double DQ. Uh, but then their local enhancement talent. Daniel Bryan and the Miz have no problem clearing the ring. I believe Miz hit Skull Crushing Finale on one. Daniel Bryan and D-plus on another. We go backstage. Uh, Baron's talking. Oh, we skipped over one part earlier. Sorry, where Baron said he refuses to compete in the triple threat. He wants the match postponed. This is what uh, Kayla made this announcement. And then WWE's like, no, this match is going to happen. It's going to be Miz versus Bryan, though. If you're not going to wrestle it, then you're just not in the match. Yeah. And that's why he'd sent out security. Failed to mention that very important detail. Uh, so Baron's... Uh, being interviewed at Gorilla, uh, he says Miz and Brian shouldn't be out there competing without him. But he says he can't be because Roman makes SmackDown unsafe, unsafe work environment. Uh, then, he's told that yeah. Roman has been asked to leave the venue. What? Oh. Well, if that's really happened, then I can. I'll find competing. I'll I'm going to be competing right now. now. I'll do it now. But then Daniel Bryan and Miz run backstage to they Gorilla. they see this all in the Tron yes. taking place. They they know where that location is. It's right next to the Tron. It's like right through that curtain at the top of the so stage. So they just go running to the curtain where they know on the other side is Baron. Because they, they just, I mean, Daniel Bryan, they, by this point, twice. They know this intimately. Has come out of that curtain. So they come, they go to the curtain, and they blast through it. And uh, while Daniel Bryan sort of takes out the security, Baron Corbin makes a quick escape, but the Miz is hot on his trail. So that's where we're at with that. After that, a moment of bliss returns to SmackDown Live. Yeah. This time with guest Lacey Evans. So she she was talking about how mad she was about. Sa she's talking about her kid a lot. Yeah, she's mad that Sasha was talking trash to her kid. Yeah. Her kid didn't seem to mind at all. No, her kid was into it. Yeah. And then the dude who was holding the kid, he was fine with it too. Yeah. So evidently, Lacey Evans is the only person who cares. Yeah, but she was going on and on. I kind of prefer Lacey as a heel. I'll be honest. Oh, I don't know. I kind of dig her as a face. I talk shit about this, but I kind of dig her as a face. As a heel, she was too Baron Corbin. It was like, eh, eh. Mm, I didn't necessarily think that was the case in NXT, though. I don't think she's necessarily as Baron Corbin as she is in the main roster. Yeah, I agree. I just think they rolled her out in a not great way. Oh, totally. And, of course, it didn't help that they had her in a tag match with Baron Corbin. Yeah, I know. That's, at that point, I was just like, oh, it's the same person. All right, and then so she's going on. She's upset with Sasha, and then she's like, I'm not going to turn my back on them and get attacked from behind. Meanwhile, she's in a chair like we are. The situation, say you're Alexa Bliss. I'm Lacey Evans. That same curtain that Daniel Bryan and the Miz is literally ran through behind is her. literally behind her. It's a wild Bill Hickok situation. They could have run out of there and attacked her at any moment. Yeah. If that's the case, turn your chair around. Do a moment of bliss. Go ahead. Like this. Let's see how this looks. Oh, this looks great. Maybe this is what Wayne was talking about when he said he wanted us Maybe. to like be in a different. So position. she should have done the whole show like this. You could have done some good camera angles, but then she's looking at the monitor. Tight. 
This is weird. Or looking though. at the at the curtain. It is, is weird. I'm not going to do weird. the whole show like this. I'm not into this. But if she was really uh, uh, careful and wanted to be aware that someone's going to attack her from behind, then don't leave your back exposed. Turn the fuck around is your point. Yes. Yeah. I get you. Anyways. So. Uh, yeah. So uh, she goes down the ring and says, I'm not going to be attacked from behind. I'm going to face some head on. Uh, she's supposed to be in a tag match uh, against Sasha and Bailey. Her partner's Dana Brooke. Dana's music hits. Uh, Sasha and Bailey are dragging her out to the stage. <laughs> yeah. Bailey so needs her. Dana Brooke, we can speculate. Too busy looking at her DMs. Dave Batista, you know, and his body parts, <laughs> I'm assuming, invading her DMs in response to her sending pictures of her body parts. And then, and then, boom! She gets attacked because she yeah. ain't keeping her eye on the prize, which is tag team yes, action. Yes, exactly. Sasha, she has a mic. She says, "Lacey, you may be a good mother, but you're a terrible tag team partner." Dang! At least she called her a good mother. Wouldn't shouldn't Lacey be cool with that? Well, she said maybe. Oh, yeah, maybe. Um, uh, Lacey runs up the ramp. Brawl breaks out. Refs break it up. We go to commercial. We come back. We get our scheduled tag match. Mm-hmm. Uh, early on, Dana is isolated. She eventually, though, does get a hot tag uh, because she knocks Bailey off the apron. And then uh, it's a step of Bintagiri on Sasha. Uh, Lacey comes in. She clears house, of course. That's how hot tags generally work. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, she hits a moonsault on Bailey. Sasha breaks up the pin. Um, Sasha leaves the ring. Uh, Lacey, she ends up ringside, realizes, oh, that's Sasha. I want to beat her up. In the wood. Yeah, chases after her around ringside. Sasha gets back in the ring. Lacey follows, and she runs right into a Bailey to belly. Um, Dana's in to break the pin, though. Yes. Uh, Dana then tags herself in, um, and then Lacey hits Bailey kind of inadvertently. I think she's aiming for Sasha with a woman's right, and then Dana tries to roll up Sasha. Sasha kicks out right into a bank statement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was really smooth. It looked great. Yeah, no, it was uh, good. And Dana taps out. Yeah, Dana's roll-up was pretty weak. But otherwise, she was a good performance from her. All that time on main event, I think, has really helped No her. Batista bomb, though. Yeah, that really bummed me out. I think her odds of winning would have been, would have gra- uh, been vastly improved had she hit Batista bomb. Generally speaking, that's true of any match. Uh, after that, we had Mandy Rose backstage. This is a really long segment. So she, uh, the fruitcake is sort of sitting there like she's about to have a conversation. Yeah, with her. Here's, she doesn't like seem upset that she just lost a match, too. She's like, oh. Fr- yeah, she ain't selling the match. Fruitcake, I'll try some. I'll be honest. If I got a, I mean, I'm not a fan of fruitcake. If it's like a super, like a like a cake, that one looked like it actually had cake. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like fruitcake is what candied fruit that's like molded together and in, in like a brick. Oh, I think usually it has cake. I don't in know it. I think it has like a lot of cake in it. Yeah, I don't know. I've had some fruitcake with cake in it. Um, in any event, so she's sort of picking at it, like digging her finger into the frosting. She tries a frosting. It doesn't seem offensive to her. Anyways, Dolph no, walks right. up to her and says, you got any plans for 2020 for like the New Year's, right? Is that what yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, no, not really. He's like, like, I got plans really? and stuff. but He's like, I'm super busy. It's sort, of, it's sort of like the convention of like, you know, the high school jock coming up to a girl being like, hey, babe, yeah, what's going on? He's trying to try to hit on her essentially. But then he like grabs a fruitcake and he's like, hey, he, he tries multiple tactics here to make Otis look like an asshole. He's like, he gave one of these to everybody, which seems unlikely. And then he's like, what would it, Otis, a slob, know about a woman like you? Well, before that, he said, yeah, I heard someone found a roach in one of their fruitcakes. That's, you know, obviously a lie. Then he, <laughs> like, he very gently like puts down the cake on the floor, which is even if there was a roach in it, that's weird. Yeah, dump it. Just dump Burn it, it with fire. There's, there's probably <laughs> Burn it with fire. Take a flamethrower to it. You don't want to eat something with a, with, a, with a cockroach in it. I mean, do you really need to burn it, though? You can just put it in the garbage. That's a bit unnecessary. Burning no, it a is. I know, but I'm just saying. It, It'd be funny. It's good for comedy. Exactly. That's my point. It's like you put it down tenderly on the ground. Man, you got to watch that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. There's, this great, oh, okay. there's two great flamethrower scenes. Oh, wow. Yeah. I finally got to the, the boar on the floor. Oh, I just like boar on the floor. It's crazy, man. Oh, I loved boar on the floor. It's so dark. It is. It's <laughs> so dark. Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah. Then Anyways, he, he's like, yeah, he says, uh, Otis wouldn't know anything about women like you. And he goes and, and then takes his, his Jordan mids. Pristine Jordans. Yeah, and Jordan one mids and then steps on it. And he makes some comments like, oh, these are Jordans. These are Jordans. It's like, yeah, dude, you just got it all over your Jordan. And then Baron comes in. Dolph, I need to talk to you. Yeah. Uh, 
After that, Mustafa Ali dropped a promo trying to dig himself out of the hole he found him in since he got injured. Uh, he was talking about uh, 2019 sucked, but uh, I and he's sort of in the shadows, and then he comes into the light uh, to beat the metaphor over the head, and he says, well, now I'm in the light, <laughs> and, and I'm going to be a champion. But he's like, hey, I did a lot of good things. You know, I show people that, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm defying the stereotypes. I'm showing people that a guy looks like me. I'm not a bad guy. Uh, it was pretty cool. It was yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully they'll actually make good on this. I really love the kid. I think he's fantastic. I want to see him yeah. pick up some championship gold. Same, same. Uh, maybe he'll get that 24-7 title. No, nah, he, he needs a, a more valuable prize than that. Uh, what is it? I see. Oh, yeah, I'm not doing anything with the IC title. He's perfect for the IC title. Mm-hmm. After that, Otis is backstage, <laughs> and he's he's so this is great because like he comes and he sees that Manny Rose evidently just left that cake there on the ground in a disaster and a mess. Right? Yeah. She didn't go yeah. get somebody no. to say hey, or just for God's sakes, you're done with your match. You haven't showered yet, obviously. Just get a little dirty and put the cake on the plate and put it back up. Maybe search out Otis and say, hey, Dolph's kind of a dick. He came in and stepped on your cake, and I couldn't really do anything about it. Yeah. Uh, so instead, she just leaves it for Otis to find. And then he sort of he kneels down next to the cake and sort of grabs some of it for whatever reason. And the great thing is you notice this during the stream, during our live stream, that like the way the angle was framed – so he has like the cutoff shirt. Yeah, yeah. So you see his gut, but he's also wearing trunks. But when he kneels down, the gut covers sort of covers the, the trunks. trunks. And so you just see like naked gut and thigh. He looks like he's wearing no tights. And he looks like he's just naked. Yeah. Which is a hilarious oh, thought. It'd be great. Yeah. They should do that. Totally. But like do it like the family guy when Peter's naked. I know you're not a fan, but like it is kind of funny because he'll get naked sometimes. But his gut is so big that it, it hangs covered. over his front area. Yeah. yeah. Have Otis do that. Like maybe give him a giant Gonzalez like trunks. Uh-huh. With like a spray paint. Or what's those things the actors wear in, in during love scenes? Merkins? Oh, I didn't know that. Give him a Merkin. I thought they actually made love during love scenes. Well, that's only in pornography films. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that's the only thing I watched. Those, those are the only movies you watch. I believe they're, they're like, hey, have you seen The Mandalorian? I've seen the porn version of it. <laughs> I've seen I've seen the board parody of Mandalorian. <laughs> I believe they're called Merkin. It's called Man for Lorian. Man for Lorian. <laughs> yeah, Merkin. See? Oh, yeah, look at that. That's disgusting. Anyways, after that, we had once again Daniel Bryan, The Miz, and Baron Corbin yeah. all in a match. Uh, but at a certain point, Baron Corbin got taken out and by Roman actually, Reigns. When he, before, oh, that's right, Roman. Yeah, even before right. Baron got taken out, it was still kind of it was still pretty fun that spot. I was really here's the thing. I was really looking forward to these three having like thirty minutes of action. Hell yeah, man! I was really looking forward to that. Without all these switcheroos. Yeah. Uh, so early on, Daniel Bryan has suicide dive on Corbin. Uh, Miz tries to do a wrecking ball drop kick. Daniel Bryan gets out of the way, and then rams him into the ring post. Follows with the knee off the apron of the Miz. Then Baron gets Daniel Bryan tossed in the timekeeper area. He concentrates his offense on the Miz for a while. Uh, eventually, though, Miz and Daniel Bryan, they join forces for some double-team offense. But then Corbin hits a deep six on the Miz. Bryan follows with a missile dropkick, go to commercial and come back. Some more stuff happens. This is when things got really creative. Uh, so the Miz puts Corbin in a figure four. Mm-hmm. So Baron's there selling it. And then uh, Bryan jumps off the, the top rope with a flying headbutt and then uh, covers... And Miz is like, oh, gosh, I can't get out of this situation. Baron kicks out, and then Brian flips Corbin and Miz over. The figure four is still locked in. Yeah. Daniel Bryan reverses the pressure of the figure four. So Miz is hurting. Yeah. Locks in a yes lock on Corbin. Yeah. Miz has to uh, undo the figure four and then breaks up the submission. It was actually really well done. It yeah, it cool. was. It was. Uh, Baron then hits an end of days on the Miz. Daniel Bryan breaks, breaks up that pin. Uh, Brian goes for end of days on, on Baron. Uh, he escapes, hit a knee plus instead. He crawls over to try to make the pin. Dolph's in there. He super kicks Daniel Bryan. Baron covers Daniel Bryan. 
Roman's there. He pulls Corbin off the pin. Uh, he drops both Baron and Dolph. Mm-hmm. And by this time, by the way, the crowd was going crazy. And in fact, we just got a super chat from a friendo mm-hmm. who was this Jeffrey Pridemore. Says, just got home from the show with my wife. May have been the live crowd atmosphere, but it felt like a good smackdown. That's great. That's awesome. Yes, yes. It didn't really translate on TV, in my opinion. No. Uh, if you enjoyed it, that's well, awesome. The thing is, like, mo- the matches. The crowd seemed to be having a good time, and that's The great. matches were all pretty solid. Yeah, they were. Yeah. You know? Um, and it so. just felt. Smackdown lately has just felt a bit on the empty side. And I don't know what it is. I, I, maybe it's. Because there's nothing interesting going on creatively, for the most part. Yeah, I know. But also, sometimes, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like still their biggest heel is Baron Corbin. And that's yeah, a, a huge major problem. problem. That's a huge problem. Because you've got your biggest face, uh, arguably, Roman Reigns, in it with Baron Corbin, which is, yeah, you should have your top heel against your top face, but the top heel is just so boring. Yeah. And they're not really giving me anything good, and Baron really shouldn't be your top heel. No, that's kind of the major thing is Baron shouldn't be your top anything. That's top henchman. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so we'll go commercial. We'll come back. Uh, Miz starts working over Dana Bryant's leg. He hits his great uh, shin breaker off the second rope. That was awesome. That was awesome. That was great, yeah. Uh, follows with some yes kicks. Daniel Bryant catches the last one of those, slaps the Miz, hits some of his own yes kicks. While still selling the leg, Miz catches the last his last yes kick and then starts working Daniel Bryant's leg again. Um, uh, Daniel Bryant tries to lock in a yes lock. Uh, Miz... Bites Daniel Bryan's hand mm-hmm. to fend him off. Uh, Miz avoids a knee plus. Goes right into a skull-crushing finale. Daniel Bryan kicks out. Uh, Miz, like knowing Daniel Bryan's going to kick out apparently, already had the one of his legs ready in position for a figure four. Uh, he locks it in. He and Daniel Bryan start brawling, trading blows in the midst of a figure four. But, but because of that, Daniel Bryan can escape. Uh, he tries to lock in a yes lock. Miz is kind of fighting it off. And this is like the perfect amount of awkward like uh, uh, fighting involved, yeah, too. it was good. Uh, and then Daniel Bryan transitioned from that into the rings of Saturn. Mm-hmm. And then from that into the yes lock, Miz, Miz has taps. to tap. Yeah. So Daniel Bryan is your number one contender for the universal title. Uh, speaking of which, the universal champion, Bray Wyatt, showed up in Firefly Funhouse on the big screen. He mm-hmm. says, as we mentioned sort of the start of the show, the Fiend is not done with him. And he asked Brian, are you willing to do whatever it takes? Let him in. Let him in. So, the, and then Daniel Bryan, his response is he starts doing the yes stuff. And the crowd starts doing the yes, yes. stuff with him. And Michael Cole says, there's your answer. Yeah, we know. We get it. We get it. We get it. Anyways, let's right. answer. Let's yes. Answer. Angie's list is now Angie. And we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Uh, Dylan says, "Hey guys, Dylan from Wales, just saying hello. Hello, hello Dylan. Dylan. Hey Dylan, how are your shoes? Are they comfy?" Yeah. Uh, Wolfpack for life says people always say Vince only likes the big guys. Who was the last big guy to debut and win a title super quick? Well, depending on your definition, super quick. Brock, he was the top champ in a matter of months. Yeah. He debuted the Raw after Mania and was champion at SummerSlam. He had like one of the best rookie years ever. And yeah. then he was gone. Yeah. That was 2002. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was pretty quick. Like, Braun didn't come in and win titles. Um, who are some big dudes between those two? Like, there was a whole swath of big guys that were just garbage. Like, Luther yeah. Reigns, Snitsky, Heidenreich. Heidenreich. I mean, Randy, Randy Orton is low-key a large dude he's like six four 
he's like standard. He's like standard wrestler from like the aughts, the aughts and back. Yeah, yeah. You know, because like around the aughts, like they like if you look at Sheamus and Cesaro, they mm-hmm. just look like normal dudes. They're big guys. Yeah, they are. They're big, and I'll never forget that was illustrated so much. Like we've we've been near Sheamus mm-hmm. at the two K thing. Mm-hmm. I've been near Cesaro was at the was at the, uh, the oh, performance center PC. when I was at, but he was sitting down playing video games with Luch. Um, so I didn't really appreciate that much, but when you watch Champa and Gargano, when they got their weird mini oh, call yeah, up, yeah, yeah. they were tiny compared to those guys I know. and they come off as like sort of average ish, you know, like big guys are big guys. Like yeah. Braun is a big dude. Um, I'd consider big E a big guy just because he's, he's, yeah, he's like my height. He's like your height, but he's like, yeah, big. that's why I said Brock because Brock's. Oh, Brock is a big guy. Oh, I definitely consider him a big guy, yeah. I just think it's a a combination of, like, can be height, but also be... Girth, yeah, yeah. Girth. Not Otis girth, though. I'm trying to think of anybody else. I'll think about this more. I'm sure Chad will have some answers. Uh, Dragon Reborn. Seamus. Yeah, I don't really consider Seamus a big guy, though. Dragon Reborn. Can we get a like spike featuring Dana? Does he mean like uh, an ad for, you know, like we, t- we encourage people to hit that like button? Can you get a like it's featuring Dan? I don't know what that means. Let, let me in. No, Dana. Uh, Dragon Reborn also says Nash and Grandma's Boy is underrated. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Grandma's Boy is a great movie. That's such a fun movie. Uh, S8, New Year's resolutions for WB superstars and creative. Uh, plan. Have a plan. Creative oh, plan. Oh, dude, just sit down and do a treatment for 2020. That's all you got to do. Mm-hmm. Do a treatment. You have to do every little detail. Just pay-per-view to pay-per-view. Yeah. Give me that. That's all, that's all I want. Uh, let's see here. Uh, AP1, thank you. Ryan Luckman continuing his identity crisis here in the Friendo uh, oh, Club. I've decided to think it over, and I've realized my thinking was old and outdated. I'm officially accepting my small role in the Friendo Club and will prosper with Discord, YouTube, and Patreon friendos alike. To give me brother. So that's good, Ryan. I'm glad that you mm-hmm. have... You know, his performance review is coming up. Yes. And he has He's decided to adopt Friendo Club Initiative. It's a positive attitude, yes. not a and negative that's attitude. That's what I want to see. Positive attitude. Dragon yeah. Reborn. Synergy, people. Power rank better heels than Corbin. Take your pick. Well, yeah, man. I mean, geez. Shayna Baszler. Mm hmm. Asuka. Mm hmm. Um. Uh, Even Rhea Ripley, I know she's a uh, face now, but Bailey, she was a, she Sasha was a great he, she was a great heel in NXT UK, man. Uh, wait, who'd you mention? Rhea Ripley. Oh, she was terrific, and uh, yeah, Jazzy Gobbert, mm-hmm. Ginny, mm-hmm. Um, uh, Joe Coffee, Walter and Imperium, Walter. Yeah, yeah, the Coffee guys, Gallus, uh, Jordan Devlin. Yeah, man. Oh, terrific. Uh, who else is on main roster? Oh, Seth Rollins. Yeah, Aop. What's funny is that uh, SmackDown is fairly bereft of legit. Uh, they're bereft of a roster. Like they're just heels doesn't right now. Seem to be that many people. I know. Or they've got. Here's the thing. You know, they, part of it they've got Sami Zayn, Nakamura, and uh, Cesaro all in the thing, and they're not really doing a whole lot. You know, you got Braun Strowman's not really doing a whole lot. I know. They should all be in just great stories together. Instead, it's like, why why, why was there a five, a six-man tag match just to get Braun to dance? Uh, Sean Lathrop, how would you think Dana would react if she was on uh, Firefly Funhouse? Oh, look at all these puppets over here. Where is your Dave Batista puppet? Why, did, why doesn't he have a little picture with his eyes with the X's on it on your wall? It's because he hasn't. Let him in yet. <laughs> oh, what does that mean? What is a let him in? Like, I'm going to let Batista in my DMs? Uh, Jake Mountford, uh, what did you guys think of that Ali promo? Do you see a positive 2020 for him? I so we like so. it. I, I like this promo. I like the promos he did in his own better. Me too. Those are great. Those are awesome. Those are really good. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, I think Mustafa Ali is like one of the best. He seems like a great dude. Yep. He's a great wrestler. Yes. Uh, he's got a very specific idea of what the character he wants to portray on TV. Correct. And I, I, everything, I like everything about him. Yes. 
I want I, I want him to 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 be wildly successful. So yeah. I hope 2020 turns out to be. I hope all the opportunity that he missed out on 2019 comes his way again in 2020 and then some. Yeah, me That's too. That's what I want to see. Me too. That'd be great. Um, Alex Foster, if Baron ever comes on going in raw, do you wonder how he'll feel about your jokes? At this point, I don't care. Well, it'd be hard to display that level of apathy if the man is standing right here. I'll, I'll, I'll hope, I hope that he would appreciate them. I would hope too, but if not, well, whatever. You know, would he standing right here? Mm-hmm. It'd be, I don't want, I don't like awkward moments, man. That's my thing. I don't want an awkward moment. So I don't know if he ever shows up on the show. If he ever comes through that door, he's like, "Why are you always talking trash about me?" Well, I mean, it's not all. I think Baron. It's a complex question. It's a complex question. I understand. It's not entirely your fault. Sometimes you handed scrap. Uh, crap scripts to read yeah that being said someone should know that you are not a featured attraction (laughs) (laughs) see here's the thing 100 percent, you would not say that to his face man no i'm too nice of a guy to say that oh man we think you're great really what if he has like his own well let's take a look at the footage and he like somehow there's a tron that appears and it's like us running him down you know that was that scene in airplane and then the air traffic control and someone just run and jumps out the window to avoid that situation entirely. <laughs> that tiny window up there. Oh, right there you squeeze I'll through. Just, yeah. Just ah! suicide dive right yeah, through it. That's good. Yeah, me too. I know. That's why I'm, I'm kind of glad I was never put in a position to like confront him. Like it's going to happen one day. Well, maybe. I don't know. I, we seem to be going backwards in terms of access to people. Yeah. Like 2K said. Yeah. What can no you do more? So I don't know. I'm kind of feel relieved a little bit. Yeah, I know. You know, is what it is, man. I'm telling you. Anyways, 2020 should be interesting. Uh, so, thanks everybody for tuning in. We do appreciate it. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.